0: y'all know about sports You you are now 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 listening to the best damn sports podcast period period Welcome back, everyone, to the What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicki D. Another week. Yes. This week has been pretty chill. It's been mostly about football because football season is approaching. But before we get to that, let's talk about our St. Louis Cardinals and this winning streak.
1: Oh, you're still saying our. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So they've been winning uh winning recently so they are now um number one in the national league in the central uh national league division which is great so the covers are like a half game behind us you know we just finished playing the Cubs we won two out of the three in the
0: series which is awesome so let's keep it that way. Yeah. Listen anytime we can beat the Cubs whether we lose a game in the series, but we win the series overall I'm good to go for the week. That made me excited.
1: Yep. So, next up, uh, the Cardinals are playing the Athletics in going to two-game series. So, today and tomorrow. So, you know, see how
0: that goes. Yeah. But then they play the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, the number one team right now. I don't know. I mean, I felt the same way last week, like when, we, like when we were saying that this this week they were gonna play the Cubs, and I was like, I don't know. So they will surprise me again. But yeah, I mean, they've been pretty, they've been consistent right now. So you
1: know, I, you know, I think my team. So oh, I don't... oh,
0: your team. Okay, my bad. This...
1: <laughs> right, good. <laughs> but so my dude Azuna, You know, he's. One of my favorite players on the Cardinals, so he's been out since June twenty eighth. So he just finished his um, injury rehabilitation in Memphis. So he apparently is going to be coming back today in today's game. It's a Saturday, so he's supposed to be coming back Saturday night. So they've been they've been they've been playing good so far, but with Zona, you know, you know, you know he a beast out there, so.
0: I'm I'm excited just to just to see like what the the tail end of the season brings for the Cardinals. Um, let's just keep it up. Like I know some of our main core players have not been playing because they may be injured. But
1: uh, yeah, like Carpenter, he's out. But hopefully they're they're saying hopefully he'll return to the team in Los Angeles on Monday. You know to help us with the Dodgers. So
0: I mean, but even with that, like we have been on a a great winning streak. So right. I play. What well, about core players, though? So yeah. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Listen, anything that is going to get us another parade in St. Louis. I um... since 2006. That's too long. In- no, 2011.
1: In- I'm tripping. Right? Eleven. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, I'm tripping. I'm like six. <laughs> wait a minute. We did six. But yeah, 2011. Yeah, I'm tripping.
0: Anything that is going to get us to reach another parade, yes, Uh, I'm here for it. So, just shout out to the Cardinals and just keep it up. Just keep this momentum going. You all have been playing great baseball, so I'm excited. But I did know this week the Cardinals did make a trade. They did. It was kind of unexpected, but you know it is still a business. It is at the end of the day. So, Jed. Jerko. Jerko. I butcher his last name all the
1: time. <laughs> Jerko, man. He's gone. He is. He is. has gone. He's now playing for the Dodgers, which is like, oh, we're going to play them like next week. <laughs> now,
0: that's going to be awkward. <laughs>
1: <That, laughs> you no. Know, you know our players are going to. We're not haters, okay? So, oh, so we're going to cheer our, you, you know. We're, we're not haters.
0: We're, we're, we're
1: like the best fans in the world.
0: Always in in any sport, in any sport, I feel like San Luis has the best team. Well, not the best team. I mean, we do we do have the best teams. So like, no, I'm from here, but we also have the best fans. I feel like our fans are very diehard hard yes. and support you wherever you go. So, like, wherever you go next, you're still you're still going to have those fans. You're still going to have those fans when you come back here and and, and play against your right. former team. So, right. But it, it is it is kind of sad though. Oh. It is, is kind of sad, but I wish him all the best in I um, mean LA. No, he's trying to get him a ring and whatnot. That's fine, you know. I mean that's fine. I mean it should be been us, but I mean whatever. It is. It <laughs> I can't hold no grudges, <laughs> you know. So yeah, but the Dodgers are still holding strong. Um, those Yankees. No, Astros, Astros
1: are right behind them.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be some really, really stiff competition. Like as the season is starting to get like towards like you know playoffs nice. and stuff like that the the it's going to be more close. It's going to start getting closer. I think people are going to start like stepping their game up like a little bit more. So Cardinals, you have to stay on your p's and q's. <laughs> stay on them. Don't be like Dre team the the Yankees and just be out here just doing uh, whatever. Really. <laughs> just, a, just, a joke. Uh, just a little joke. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, let's ease on our way over to football. As we all know, a football season is approaching. Yeah, preseason just started. Preseason, they did have a Hall of Fame game the other day. I thought that was pretty dope. I did miss it, but I do know that there was a Hall of Fame game. And I know that any football fan who loves football, they did tune in. This is their like. This was their first little slice of. Ooh, it's time for football! Right. So, that's fun for them. However, there has been some little. It's been some drama some places at in regards to football and training camp. Um, America's team, they say, or for some people, this is America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. What? Huh? Listen. Some people oh. say the Dallas Cowboys is, is, is it's it's America's team.
1: Oh, the cowgirls or cowboys?
0: Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, I mean, America's team. It may not be victorious America, but it's America's <laughs> team. <laughs> they have been having some little shakeup. So Ezekiel Elliott, he's one of like you know their top players. He has not been to training camp. Ooh, juicy. Why? He's on a holdout. And so I think he's holding out, I'm just going to assume, um, maybe for a better contract. Or whatever he's or whatever he's holding out for, he has not been to training camp as of yet. And I do know that each day you miss training camp, you are fined. And so those fines will eventually start, they do add up each each day you miss. Um, but Jerry Jones, who is, I believe, the GM of the, the Dallas Cowboys, he made a statement this week that had... Reporters in the uproar, blogs like it was, and 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 he's saying his statement was taken out of context. But regardless, um, you can't. I don't feel that um, you can say things and then come back and say it was taken out of context. Not context, um, uh-uh, but context. When you say stuff, you you have to stand firm on like whatever you said.
1: Right? You know, sometimes I mean to do uh twist stuff.
0: Oh yeah, but I feel oh, what yeah. you're saying
1: though.
0: Yeah. Now. Not just just like you just said, the media will take whatever they want to take from whatever you said Eat and it. twist it to mm-hmm. their advantage. Do do that. But Jerry Jones said in a statement, and and I quote, you don't have to have a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. Jones said when asked to compare Elliott and Cowboys legend Emmie Smith. Emmie was the first to do it in 1993. So are you saying that Ezekiel Elliott is not important to your team by saying these type of things? And I think that's what uh, people were I think when when people read that or if they heard that, they take that as saying like, so is he not as important to your team? Because in some people's mind, Ezekiel Elliott may be the best thing happening for your team right now. Pretty much. So if he's holding out like for whatever, and granted, a player holding out, just because you hold out and may cause a hissy fit, that does not mean this particular team or front office, they have to offer you anything. But if he is the best thing you have right now, you may want to get that man whatever he may be asking for. Especially if you want to be a championship team down the line, because like if you don't know if you don't know, uh, football is a shorter season. If you start off bad in like the first three weeks, you may not be able to catch that back up towards the end. So I don't know. Like I feel um, you can take his comments like one or two ways. His comment was kind of a a compliment towards emmy smith but on the back end like was it a dig at ezekiel elliot i don't know i do know that players have until august 6th to check in be um to, um, to procure like anything on their contract and so will ezekiel elliot show up on august 6th to, to camp i don't know mm. so hopefully he shows up um I like him as a. Um, I do like him as a player. Um, let's just hope they get to work this out as far as the Dallas Cowboys oh, yeah. go. I can tell you one team I, I won't be watching. Who, as far as football goes? Oh, the Rams. Oh yeah, them.
1: Yeah. Um, I. Sorry. I won't either. Sorry. Sorry.
0: And that's because I'm a hater. But I, you know they did. You know what they did us dirty though. Uh, uh, yeah, big dirty. So. I don't wish them no success. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so wrong. I don't. It is what uh, it is.
1: like I hope they will never win another uh, championship.
0: I don't. Don't win not a, don't enough. Oh, that's horrible. Um it is gonna be exciting to see um what kind of team the Patriots are gonna be this upcoming season. Um Ron Grunk uh Grunk Gronkowski, he he did retire after they won the Super Bowl this past season. So it's going to be a different team for the Pats, but they still have Tom Brady. Tom Brady is kind of listen. Tom Brady is going to be when he retires, he's going to be known as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. Okay, dude has five like football championship rings. I know a lot of I know people don't like Brady because. For whatever reason, but you cannot hate on the man's success. So it's just gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see like what team's dynamics are gonna be with like we like some players having been retired, or it's a holdout, like will he even play because he's been holding out so long, e- Ezekiel Elliott. It's just gonna be interesting to see. So listen, football season is approaching, so get ready. All right. So I know you were talking to me earlier about Car- um, Carmelo Anthony. So what's going on? With basically, Carmelo
1: Anthony is going on a, a media tour, <laughs> and he's talking about like what went down, you know, and how he felt about being basically dismissed from the Thunder and the Rockets. <laughs> he was on. He was on a first take. You know, had a one on one interview with uh, the infamous Stephen A. Smith.
0: Was he yelling, Stephen A. Smith? Because you know He
1: like, yeah. I. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he, he was on a first take this past Friday and he talked about, he didn't dodge any question. No, he said what he felt.
0: Okay. That's good.
1: And so, well, so you know who Chris Broussard is, right? Yeah. So basically he's saying that Carmelo should, should not be begging people to come for him to be back in the league. And he doesn't think he will ever play in an NBA game again. So I don't know if he's—is he being a hater? Like what,
0: what? Um, it depends on how you look at it. So
1: he said he needs to retire. Basically, is what he's saying.
0: Because so I don't, I don't think he should retire, but you may need to evaluate, and and maybe if a team picks you up, you may have to take a lesser role. He may have to, and
1: that was that was one of the. Well, it's been reported that that was one of the issues as to why he was let go.
0: Because I'm not saying you should retire if basketball is your passion and you are not ready to retire yet, and you still have and you still have good legs to play and do all of the great stuff that, um, that you do. But something is going on as to where these teams do they no longer want you.
1: But do you feel like it's beneath him as? As one of the best players or the best scorers in his prime, like, do you think it's beneath him to be, in Chris Broussard's words, desperate and begging for his job back?
0: So I don't think he's begging. I do think that he has talked to teams and maybe has. Try it out with them, or or whatever. So I don't think that's begging to just go out, just 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 to go out there and see what's out there for you. I don't think that's begging, A- especially if this is what you want to do. This is your career. This is this is your livelihood. I don't think it's begging, but you may have to, I guess, be selective in who you go and try out for or practice for. Be be selective. Don't go to every team.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like he should play. I feel like I feel like he should. I do. So and it's reported that so, he may like him and LeBron have always wanted to play together since they were like 1819. Mm-hmm. So it's been talks of him possibly going to the Lakers. And he has been training with uh Kuzma. So
0: Listen, I'm not saying that Miller should retire at all. I'm just saying I'm just saying like be more selective in who you and who you think you may want to play for, and also if this team does decide to say they want to add you to their roster, be okay with the fact that you may have to take a lesser role.
1: Especially if you're playing with LeBron, like,
0: or with any, or with any team, whether it's the Lakers with LeBron and AD, or any team, like who says, all right, and we, I'm we want Melo. He's a veteran in the league. Be okay with the, with the fact that you may have to take a lesser role. That's the bottom line. I do know that Melo. In his interview with Stephen A. Smith, like, um, he made a statement of, like, out of the 30 teams, you you mean to tell me I cannot make a 15-man roster. And I agree with that statement. Out of all the teams in the league, now – Some well, of these
1: teams them. can't use him, though.
0: Some of these teams some can teams, use him. Definitely. A, a lot of these teams can use him. And you mean to tell me that, like, out of all of these teams who – who want to make a playoff run, but but have yet to get over that hump? You can't use a veteran player like Carmelo Anthony, who is who is a great shooter. Come on, man! Like, be for real.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but it's a shame. Like, I hate to see this. And though. I
0: also know that I also know that, um, like Team USA, I feel like they can use him as well. And considering who's on that team, <laughs> and considering like what's going on, like with them, and and players keep dropping out of like coming to training camp. Y'all right? Yeah, I need mellow. Right. Mello. However, I did make a post about that, like on our Instagram page, and and it was reported by USA Basketball. They made a comment that Miller retired, like from USA um, Basketball after the 2016 Olympics. Okay. So if that's the case, my suggestion. It is just a suggestion, young USA basketball. Still at the man, make him an honorary player or something. Like you are gonna need the help at this point. Like you're gonna need the help. Like USA basketball, I feel it's not gonna be as strong as it could be, like for these FIBA World (laughs) Championships. You need somebody on your squad. So it's a lot that circulates with Carmelo Anthony. Like I never want to see him go out this way, especially if he did not retire from the league. Especially if he has not, if he has not like physically said I'm retiring. Somebody needs to pick this man up. That's that's just the bottom line. Like it's, I don't know. And, and so like, I, I don't know if Melo is hard to work with. If he's not a good team player, I don't know. And we don't know the back end. I can only tell you like what I see in the media or, or on TV. And from that, like, I don't see why any team would not want him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, we don't know, like, what really went down. And apparently Carmelo doesn't either. So, um, yeah. we don't know. But
0: So, I hope that something turns around in his favor and a team does pick him up. Because it's just sad to see somebody that wants to play and right. nobody wants them. That's like being that's like when we when like you were younger and they were picking teams for kickball and you were picked last. Like, really? (laughs) That's hurtful. Like that's kinda like that. Like you in a line with all your friends and everybody getting picked first and then and it's like between you and one other person, that person gets picked, and then like you left like, oh, so y'all, I'm just I'm I'm on your team because I'm just the last one that's left. (laughs) No, don't do me like that. That's so I'm just I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep sending mellow positive light and energy.
1: Yeah, we'll so, see. Hopefully, yeah. you know, he deserves a chance. Give, give the man a chance. Give him a chance.
0: Give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victoria, what's going on with your dude, LeBron James?
1: <sighs> so, apparently, uh, so David Griffin, who is the GM of the Pelicans he uh, made some some interesting mm-hmm. quotes about LeBron James and the Cavaliers. So, was so he was the GM of the Cavaliers at one point. Mhm. Okay.
0: So, yeah, yeah, um he was once the former general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers and he was the GM when LeBron played for the team when they won the uh, when they won the 2016 um, NBA championship.
1: Right, so they've spent like three years or three seasons together, you know, with the Cavaliers. But apparently, David David Griffin he remembers that at that time it was not a a a good memory. Or he apparently said he was miserable during his tenure running the Cavaliers, and he knew that he was going to leave the team literally the moment they won the championship. Yeah, um, so apparently he said that he it wasn't, basically, he said it wasn't fun working with the team. And he also said that LeBron kind of lost his motivation after they won the ring. So he lost his hunger to win or whatever after they won the ring. So uh,
0: I feel like that's strange.
1: I feel like, I don't know if they're, they're trying to say
0: if LeBron is difficult. Um. So here's what I would say. You you saw, especially when in 20, the, it was during the 2017 2018 season when KD had first went to the Golden State Warriors. You can see on the sidelines that LeBron was basically a player and a coach because Tyronn Lue wasn't really, wasn't really doing his job. So if he was difficult, it was because LeBron was trying to get his players to play at the clip that he knew that they could play yet, but but they were not reaching that potential. Um, but for David Griffin to say that that he was miserable and he knew immediately after they won that he was going to leave, why are you leaving a championship team, especially when we just won? So what does
1: that say, though?
0: So what is so what does that say about David Griffin, or what does that say about LeBron, or what does that say about the Cleveland Cavaliers? Which one are you asking?
1: Shoot, mainly I'm just gonna say LeBron. Um,
0: it's it's a known fact that I think the team was probably built around LeBron James, especially when he came back. The goal of bringing him back was because he wanted to bring a ring to Cleveland. That was the goal, right? Right. Um. So whatever team was built, that team was definitely built to fit around LeBron James. We all saw that example, especially during. Um, the eighteen, the eighteen nineteen season, when on trade deadline, the whole team was rearranged. It was it's bit it's built to fit around him. So maybe for some people that's probably an issue. Because or some people probably feel like, why am I building a team around just one person? If that one person is 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 your greatest asset, you build pieces that's going to fit around him. That's going to help him help your team. I guess reach the ultimate goal. So that's what you do. You don't complain about it. But for him to say that he was miserable, if you were miserable, if, if I think he's always, maybe you were always miserable on that team. Maybe you didn't want to go to Cleveland, but that's just that's just where you ended up. But the way his comment came off, it came off as if LeBron was the reason he was miserable.
1: I think also because, um, okay, so that year LeBron came back, they were focused on the fact of once he signed, they were just on the path to get a championship. Not trying to actually develop like in several years. You know what I'm saying? There weren't like the moment he signed, they were like, "Look, we're gonna win the championship." Not trying to focus on developing the team, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think that that was the problem too. They put too much. I feel like they put too much pressure on LeBron James to win a championship.
0: Facts, I couldn't agree with that, especially because it was centered around him. The whole team was centered around him, exactly. But but then, if that is the case, don't come back and make these type of backhanded comments like I was miserable.
1: And he, uh, and after that, he re canted his statement. He, 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 you know, yeah, he had to re- uh, rephrase exactly. it exactly. So, basically he was saying he was speaking about being uncomfortable and about being miserable was his inability to deal with the media scrutiny that came with a team led by LeBron James. He said it had nothing to do with being miserable with LeBron. And he said they had a very positive relationship.
0: That's what he says after LeBron's camp, like took issue with his first statement. So right. you never know if those are his true thoughts or if his first statement was his, was his true thoughts. That's what I hate about when people come back and when 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 people make statements and then causes a and then causes all this commotion and come back and then re, and then recant it. No, I think your first thoughts like were your true thoughts. Yeah, I feel. Say what you mean, like. <laughs> Listen, that's what you meant. That's what you meant. Say what you mean and stand on it that's the bottom line like whatever you say you have to stand on that and another thing and another thing like with his comment that was kind of iffy was that like he said it was miserable to build a team around LeBron you are a former general manager so you knew what you were getting into like you helped build this team around this man but now it was miserable to do that especially when this man brought y'all a championship y'all first championship
1: yeah just being ungrateful. Stop being ungrateful.
0: Yeah. So now you are ungrateful. I think he's mad because he's general manager now for the Pelicans, and AD has left his team to play for LeBron. That's probably the true issue. You think? I
1: mean, they got they got Zion. they would be all right.
0: But but the team they have now is more so of like a rookie team. Like Zion, he's fresh out. They, they got a they got a, they got a, they got a solid team. We gonna see. I think they have great players. Yeah, but you still have to develop into being a better, better player that's going to help a team win a championship.
1: Well, see, now that that's what I'm saying. Like now they have the opportunity to actually build this team instead of like going in like ah, we get a championship. Yeah, not't putting that much pressure, you know what I'm
0: saying? Like it's a it's a it's a lot of pressure everywhere. A lot of pressure. Right. Um, as we're on basketball, we all know that the Christmas Day basketball games are usually the most fun games. And Christmas Day games, that they usually feature the two teams who are hot, or who are the most like talked about teams in whatever season. Right. So at one point, at one point, like whoever played, I, I know one year the Lakers and Cleveland played, or the Lakers and Boston played, or or Warriors
1: and uh. Uh, Cleveland at one point
0: Right, This year because you know It's been a lot of changes in the NBA There are three teams Who will be playing uh, On Christmas Day that I know for sure They are Boston and Toronto New Orleans and Denver And the Clippers and the Lakers My honest opinion Out of those three teams The only game that's going to matter Is the Clippers and the Lakers
1: Who who are uh, Toronto playing?
0: Boston Hmm
1: I mean, people may watch that game too, cause you know Toronto gotta to defend their they title, you know what I'm saying? Um but but like you said, uh the real game is gonna be and that's gonna be a late game, by the way. And yeah. um it's gonna be between who's, who's, who's the better team in LA? It's all boils down to.
0: That's the big question. Who's the, the game team in LA? That's going to be a good game because the game is going to be at Staples. Y'all yeah. you know they like both, that's the home of both of those teams. know it's like, the home of the Lakers. Let's get it right. But that's also, the, that's <laughs> also what Clippers' home games are held. That that is Lakers the Lakers' stadium, stop playing. That is the I mean, Lakers' stadium. It is, it, is, like, it is the Lakers' stadium. But <laughs> When Clippers' play the play. banners, stop playing. <laughs> Look, Clippers getting their own stadium. Bye. Yeah, well, until they get their own stadium, <laughs> this is this is their home stadium as well. So whatever stadium as well,
1: hey,
0: It's <laughs> gonna be, be a good game. It is. I can't wait. I'm gonna watch. We all, everybody's watching. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm also gonna watch because I'm a Lakers fan because that's my team. I think most yeah, it's gonna be a good game just to see like who comes out on top and I and granted it just a it's it's a regular day game, but it's a Christmas day game, so it's a big deal. Right, um, and we might be surprised. Like PG and Kawhi might show up and show out. They may. They just may lift the lift the tables on us a little bit. <sighs> um. News also broke today, so it's it. It still is the off season, and players are still like negotiating contracts. Draymond Green today agreed to a four year deal. It's a max contract of 100 million, um, ex- extension with the Golden State Warriors. Listen, Draymond is never leaving the Warriors, and I think that's pretty cool that their top three players who play for them, they were drafted for their team, they want to stay playing for their team, like for the whole time, or or for the duration of of their careers. I think that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, so they got Draymond and Klay Thompson locked until summer 2024. 20, and they got DeAngelo Russell locked until twenty twenty three, and they got Steph Curry locked until summer twenty twenty two. So don't sleep on the Warriors just yet. To- <laughs> don't sleep on them just yet.
0: Don't sleep yeah. on them. Yet. I think the Warriors the Warriors still
1: going to be a good, solid, consistent team. They always going to make the playoffs. Like that's that's yeah. no question.
0: I don't know about you, but. I'm ready for the season to begin. That's the goal. I am. I'm I still kind of. I'm this this red jersey that was um that Westbrook finna put on man. <laughs> I do not know how that is going to work. It's gonna be so odd, so odd. <laughs> but it's gonna be a good time for him. Like I think this is gonna be a new start for him as a player. Cause he gave, I feel that he gave a lot to Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, he did. Not gonna lie about that. Yeah,
0: and I want him to get a ring. I want him to get. I want him to get a ring. So shout out to Westbrook. And people are not fans of his, I guess the state don't think they don't like his attitude. I like his attitude. And eh. but you, but you like Damian Lillard though. That's the what. I
1: mm-hmm. do.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean guys I, I'm i not like A hater of Damian Lillard I just don't care for his, his attitude in certain situations Oh okay Got But the you. same can be said About a lot of players
1: You're right because most people You know Don't want to bring Kobe into it But most people didn't like Kobe because of his attitude Shout out to Kobe Bean Shout out my favorite player in the world. Listen, Kobe's attitude was killer instinct. You, Well, most, well like you said most people didn't like that. Whatever. So he was too cocky. And I felt that way about LeBron. I felt like he
0: was too cocky. I so, feel like he cries. I... <laughs> That's why I'm not a fan. He cries. That's it for me. He cries. Yeah. And I, I feel like LeBron is kind of like, I don't wanna call him a sore loser, but I feel like he's a sore loser.
1: definitely. Definitely.
0: I definitely think he's I think he's a sore loser. He can be. Yep. And that's not good sportsmanship. Like, is that what you're gonna teach your son when when he starts playing like like college basketball up pro or pro basketball that when you lose to act like this? No. Yeah, because he's not gonna win every single game. Nope. But the same can be said about Cam Newton when it comes to football. I think he's a solo too. Ah. And I and I get that when, when you play a professional sport and you lose in big games, you don't want to do media, but that's a part of your job. That's a part of your job. So you you take it and roll with it. You take it and roll with it. That's probably why I don't play no sport because my face tells it all. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, my face tells it all. Like like with me, um you can tell when my attitude has shifted. That's why that's why I don't do interviews.
1: Well I mean no one's gonna be happy they
0: lost, but at the end of the day, you still gotta do your job. And don't act and don't act like a big baby in an interview like when they asked you or when they asked you what could have gone better. Answer the question. Don't give a short answer. That's not a good that's not an interview. You know who gave the best interviews? I'm sorry.
1: Who's who was articulate in their in their answers? Who
0: Kobe Bean Bryant. Oh yeah. Yeah, he speaks Spanish. Yes.
1: No, he speaks Italian.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, yeah. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference.
1: <laughs> My bad. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, I don't know. I mean and don't I mean be blaming like I hate when they blame people in their in their interviews. Like, don't play the blame game. Yep. Like if it's your fault that things didn't go right, say it's your fault. Don't be blaming yep. your teammates or or the coaching or don't do that. Cause I've seen that plenty of times.
0: Yep. It's a team effort and you're on this team. Right. It's a team effort. Or who or who who else gives great interviews that I like? Um I, I believe it's Marshawn Lynch. I mean I mean that whole <laughs> I'm pretty so I won't get fined. Listen, <laughs> That gold, I use that at work. Ah, everybody can use that. But yeah, I feel like if if you're going to be a, a professional athlete in any ram or whatever sport, if your team loses, get, still give the reporters or whoever's asking you questions a great interview. That's a that's a part of your job. It's not easy for them to come to you and ask you, "Hey, like what went wrong?" That's not easy on them either. So give them that side respect and answer and give them a true answer. Yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard at all. Guys, this is, this is a really short episode because it's been a short week.
1: <laughs> I know. No, you know, we got to wait till we got football season coming up. You're going to have some special guests during the football season because, you know, that's, that's America's sport and we, we, it's a lot to talk about it's and we, we need some more people to break it down. Hey. So, so we so we're gonna have some special guests during the football season. So we got y'all. And we're gonna have some male perspectives too. I know it's what do women know about sports, but you know, we
0: gotta balance it out with the dudes. So yeah, I love a good debate. Right, right. Um, if you do not already, please subscribe to our um our podcast and also follow us on on Instagram. Our I G name is W D W K A S. And our Twitter is what
1: do women know one, and that's K N O, the number one.
0: Well, guys, as always, this has been a fun episode. I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicki D. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.